Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Content Breaker. I am hungry like the wolf Zog, and today we're talking about who's the beast star. Uh, and I am joined by the Greg Crew, Panda Kells, Main Lion Static, and strangely deer with a gun. Strange. How you doing? <laughs> I I'll got the it. animal I wanted. So. <laughs> I already forgot what everybody else was because I'm the most important. I know that Zog is a wolf. Um, Kells, were you a panther? <laughs> panda. Panda. Okay, I can see it was a panda. And Strange, you were a... I was a deer. Okay. All I'm saying is, is your game got capped hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my God. But uh, definitely full respect. Um, of course, once again, blown away by the fact that Zog just can turn it on and come up with this crazy, excellent shit on the fly. Blown oh, away you, every you. single time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's what we do here. We're four professionals or, you know, four professionals and strange. So yep. shout out to Craig. Yeah, shout out to Craig. <laughs> the real, the real He don't do much, here. but he good at what he do. True that, uh-huh. true that. And he's free, so you Matt know, respected that. You just reminded me of my time at the laundromat. <laughs> I was going to say, don't ever Very forget nostalgic. where you came from. <laughs> Very nostalgic. Don't, don't ever talk forget about where you came from. Oh, Cinderella. I so forgot like, you came from there. <laughs> so as someone who is not a B-star, yet. what is a B-star? Yet, correct. Like, what is, what did we partake in of... This journey of provocative. What's the show about? And kind of what's uh, what's the titular B star kind of position? Okay. Uh, well, essentially, B stars. The show is high school, but animals. It's uh, essentially what if people were just animals, like a bipedal wolf walking around the streets just normally, like anybody any normal human could be. Except they still got to deal with all those animal instincts. And you got herbivores, carnivores, and all those people running around and all that. But as for the beast star in the show, what is that about? That is a good question because I still do not completely know. <laughs> that is the journey. Uh, that is the end goal. Uh, presumably, it's an award given to the uh, high schooler from this prestigious academy in which we find our story uh, that does the most amount of work in bridging the gap between carnivores and carnivores and herbivores question mark. Maybe I don't know. This show is a little confusing about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be very honest. This, this is less like, you know, student council president and more like, Afro Samurai's number one under the sun kind of vibe. You that know, with the what it, that is what it feels like, you know. Like, well, we do I open on murder. One headband. We do. And we and close on murder. <laughs> it's it's very, yeah. Yeah. I will say this show had one huge inaccuracy that almost held me back from even enjoying the show. If I'm being critically honest. The life expectancy of these animals are completely flawed. <laughs> None of these animals live this long. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who's to say they don't start in high school? I'm saying literally, like, Lewis is 18. All I'm saying is they also... They actually state Louis is 18, but I don't remember, so... Uh, and the average life expectancy for a deer out in the wild today is completely different from a deer in the show where they actually have society and around there basically being like, no, we protect the herbivores. Herbivores are nice. Don't eat your fellow classmates, no matter what your instincts tell you to do. But what's stopping Lewis from running across Highway 98 and getting killed? <laughs> Nothing. He's rich. <laughs> True. They have, they have traffic he's, laws. He's the one driving the car. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, fair <laughs> fair fair that would I, that would have been so funny i think if they did actually um if they had killed a character listen, on screen let me finish they the did con. it only took five minutes well yeah, yeah this is true no if they would have played around with the more animal stuff like i know later on they show the classmates like all right time to go to your like your natural habitat rooms, which I'm like, that's a lot of rooms to have in the school <laughs> first. But like, you know, there's the moon 
room and the cold room for the polar bears. That was cool. But if they had like um, a, a highway simulation that deer just jump across. <laughs> this is how we're going to teach you to not get run over. Oh well, strange. God. I can explain the rooms. This is actually a play on this is related and a play on the similar to Zootopia. Zootopia is in the same Disney universe as Encanto. Thus, <laughs> they must have the magical rooms from Encanto. I'll go with um, Zootopia doesn't have humans and they don't get run over by cars just because they're animals. Uh, that's the same vibe as this. I mean, okay. So that's one thing I kind of wanted to get into is a lot of people, a lot of people compare this to Zootopia. And I'm going to be real with you. Before I watched this, I thought this was just like a remake of Zootopia. But then I realized it was a mixture of its own thing, Zootopia and BNA. BNH? Brand new. I would argue BNA. it is not BNA. Well, only because <laughs> anthropomorphic <laughs> animals. Nothing else. I mean, they if do that's have the that bottom line, then sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in terms of plot wrong. And, and story presentation and universe, I would say no, very precisely because the separation in terms of the different groups in, in B-Stars is between herbivore animals that don't eat meat and carnivore animals that do eat other yeah. animals because but there's no source of be, meat other than animals. Yeah. It would but. be a natural like uh, complication within mm. the world if the world just was that world, whereas mm. something like BNA – uh, you got humans and beast people. But so, they both deal with themes of racism and discrimination. Sure. And they're both like, anthropomorphic. Sure. And but there's a real, a very, there's a very real separation with the inclusion of human beings as a, as an entity in the yeah. universe, right? Beast yes, stars right. and, uh, and Zootopia all use a very, it's, there are no humans. It's just yeah. a world of anthropomorphized animals. B-Star's dichotomy is between humans being racist, being yeah. led by an ancient animal man yeah. that <laughs> caused all of the animal mans to have real problems yeah. in the universe. An ancient being that already bridged that gap and yet they're still acting fucking dumb and whatnot. Here, but, it's much more of like a, they are the people. So the metaphor and other, any kind of like um, metaphor you can draw from this hits a little bit harder because they don't have that degree of separation of saying like people are around it in this world. These are different but, kinds of things. But, but I agree with both of you and I never tell you wrong. Uh, but no, I, th okay. I think that's kind of the root of, um, I guess I, that's kind of the root of that, uh, that point, though, is that by not having humans as a touchstone for the audience, uh, you can kind of really focus on the relationships more as the human experience uh, and less uh, animal treating beast man's badly is wrong because racism is wrong. You know, it, it's yes. more focusing on the 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 difficult topics of interpersonal relationships uh, by not having it just like humans are evil, you know, um, <laughs> which true facts. But that just doesn't distract from uh, B stars conversation. Yes. And the cool thing about B stars, which I feel like it's also made me take a look back at Zootopia, because I'm not going to lie. I was I was a little I had a little bit of free time. So I went back and watched Zootopia as well upon this just so I could bring up the point of comparing the two. Um, so what I thought was really interesting in Zootopia, there is the carnivores are still kind of discriminated against, like, but there is not that urge that exists in Beastars, like the instincts that make everybody look like they came from Cobinary or the Iron Fortress yeah. for like two minutes. Yeah. Um, so that is not prevalent <laughs> at all in Zootopia. It is just <laughs> something like there. Zootopia is caused Zoot by a drug yeah. and like. You know, something that the herbivores did to, you know, incentivize and entice these carnivores. But in the world of beast stars, it is something innate that everybody knows about. Like we see with our boy Leoshi, who is like, slight spoilers, like, yo, I don't know if I want to, you know, make out with you or eat you. I don't you know. know if I want to eat you or eat you. 
I was avoiding that, but yes. <laughs> Literally, um, but there's, we're talking there's about no... B-Stars. There's no avoiding the horny. <laughs> yeah, there's really, and it's the, it's the weirdest, grossest kind of like yeah. most self-fulfilling <laughs> and like ownership of... It's a weird situation. We did high school different, my boy. Like, <laughs> I was not talking to anybody. That wasn't like, in my, I mean, probably was, but I didn't know it. Wasn't my I mean, I was, those were the choir kids. We were the band kids, so we had a we had a wall separating us from that type of stuff. But just just keep saying that, bro. Just keep saying yeah. it until it's true. Yeah, keep saying it. <laughs> there until. was a wall. We're different. Um, but yeah, so kind of the the violence in this, um is one of the kind of notable points in in everything you know the the degree in which physical strength um is very different between the herbivores and the uh the carnivores depending on the species um and no, like, the the go ahead their size is to scale literally uh they zoom in on some mice walking in the hallway i'm like how are they not dead how have they because not they been stepped on to the, the walls? walls. <laughs> yeah. Stick to the status quo. I'm like, Basically, I feel yeah. for them. For, also, yeah, were mice this. at the meat market? I need someone to answer that question for me. Uh, yeah, they were part of those mice. Wow. <laughs> you know it's uh, true. I do wonder, though, like, why don't these carnivores just eat fish unless fish also have their own society underwater? I, maybe, we never man, went underwater, let, so they okay. might... I need okay. to know this though. Time, time, why, no, why no time fish? Time out. Hey, hey, out. Hey, you want to know how so, you find out? You read the manga. No. So let me tell you, strange. If we're looking at this just like we look at everything else, I'm very disappointed for a person who always corrects me about science facts. You come with some rare misses. A lot of carnivores cannot be sustained with fish, with plants, and things like that. They have to have that meat or iron that comes from you know those other animals in their diet to stay healthy and active and get the energy that they need. And okay, yes, um, their environment doesn't lead them to be good fishers, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, because having to chase something in the water when you don't, when you're not really designed for it, is incredibly difficult. I mean, look at one of the animals that it does uh, sustain itself on eating fish every now and again—a fucking bear. It ain't going swimming. It's standing right up there on those rocks, waiting for a fish to pass by before it swipes it up. But this is modern technology that they true have. they can't they so can't like, afford to take a few liberties with stuff like that but you, the plot you know, wouldn't you exist otherwise to, strange you have to spend so much more time like explaining the differences and then acknowledging that there's a difference between like our world and how things there yeah would we i'm not like discrediting world. it like yeah. i enjoy the whole theory i mean it was just one thing i'm like hmm, well where the let fish? me tell you well, Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. All right. They're not pescatarians. They're <laughs> carnivores. All right. Yeah. They eat whatever the fuck has legs. Mm -hmm. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Specifically legs. So yeah. it, it, That's a defining feature of, of animals. <laughs> Must have legs. <laughs> Things that come on meat. They have legs, you know. Um, yeah, that snake ain't got no meat on it. Not I mean, much. Does it? Uh, but, you know... The, the physical strength differences between uh, the herbivores and carnivores in, in all of the sizes, um, along with the mental strength that comes that, you know, is one for the herbivores struggling to keep uh, the prey sense at bay in terms of them being vulnerable and still going through life, knowing that at any moment I could just fucking die intrinsically. Um, and with the carnivores, they're struggling with the, I want to eat a motherfucker, but yeah. still trying to go to school at the same time and like yeah. respect individuals and shit like that. Um, that's the big overall struggle between the two groups. And I think that is really interesting um, that we're all in the same boat with different motivations, but we all kind of want a regular ass life. Yeah. True. Presumably. Well, <laughs> I mean, there are the Yakuza lions who are just trying to get their next meal, but <laughs> that, be like that, that, that in was... the, uh, the meat market where it's just like, yeah. hey, yeah, eventually love, when you grow up, you'll just go. I love how they straight up call it the black market because everyone knows that this is that that's just illegal. But they're just like the alternative is me getting eaten. So fuck this. You could have it. <laughs> 
Also, why are we only focusing on the crime lions and not the successful mayor lion who has his fangs removed? Because he's a fucking snake. Sorry. Successful snake. Jeez. Uh, in a position he, of power. He did sacrifice a lot to be a, a successful politician, to which I do not respect the motherfucking thing. Um, but that's yeah, just, just my perception about that vibe. That's um, okay. Honestly, and- the panda's an abuser, so that's fine. Yeah, he's a doctor who has abused some people, but he's also peddled porn to a teenager. So he's also like the, the protector best. of the black market. Like, yeah, I don't. It, that's vigil. That's some Batman he's, shit. He's Batman he is, not he is basically guy. the Batman of this of this world, and without him, plenty more people would be dead. I mean, like, even yeah. fine. He even finds carnivores who have suppressed that um, instinct to just eat meat so much. They started eating themselves. <laughs> Auto cannibalism. That He's doing the best with what he's got. <laughs> and Man. as a panda, he's the best equipped to do it. Now, why? Because he doesn't. He could eat meat, but he could also just sustain himself on eating a shit ton more of bamboo. I mean, true. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He has a choice between the two, and it's Omnivores. kind of that uh, omnivores for the win. We that, did it. That mental strength to make Here's the decision omnivore. to live a different life, um, to which it makes sense to the viewer that that would be a reasonable thing because pandas eat bamboo. Yeah. Um, which I think him being a strong ass, like yeah. cool character, uh, in that can't kind of vein, uh, really makes sense. Now, one thing I want to talk about quickly is this is a three D CG series. What is y'all's opinion about that? I mean, it's uh, it's three D CGI, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's three D CGI, some two D elements every now and again. It's like I would say, yeah. like in terms of the animation process, it it looks beautiful, hundred percent. First of all, thank um, Christ, it's not Berserk twenty sixteen. <laughs> yes. So if we can go, I know that this is a big concern. The pain of that. that anime is transitioning to this with the new Dragon Ball Z movie being uh, like CG the way it is with everything that's going on and people mistaking that they can do arcane on the first try which they don't know that <laughs> took six years but yeah. um, animation <laughs> and animators are trying to move this route because it's a lot cheaper so I am for it but also I hope it doesn't get rid of that old like style of animation because I still enjoy seeing things like you know Evangelion um, Thrice Upon a oh. Time I feel like that is like or you shouldn't what was the last one? You shall not advance. The last one, right? No, it was Evangelion. Um, three point up was one point Thrice upon a time. Oh yeah, Thrice upon a time. I feel like it was absolutely beautiful, and that yep. was still the art style that I love. Um, shows like you know, freaking Shield Hero coming up. It looks amazing from the art and stuff we've seen. And I just really hope that like yes, it'd be cool to do this, but I hope things don't fall so CGI heavy that we lose. You know, that we lose the, like, stuff that we've had. You know, I understand I'm one for change. I'm one for making it easier for animators. But at the same time, like, you know, I I would like to see a mixture of both, not just everybody leaning towards yeah. this. So, granted, that with that said, this did look really good. I feel like it was in the same vein as, um, you know, the other show that was done really well. Like, um, Arcane that we addressed and other shows like that that were, like, 3D as well 3d cgi how did y'all feel about it it looked good so it worked <laughs> <laughs> it and that's it yeah. lended itself very well to uh the kind of the kind of animation that it was going for the designs and the art direction worked very well with how the characters moved and everything mm. so when they wanted to go in and add little 2d elements like maybe hit echo of the eyes coming forward or some extra lines on the teeth when he's getting menacing or some shit like that. It didn't throw everything out of whack. It blended very well. Mm -hmm. That being said, there are plenty of examples why this doesn't work. Again, Berserk. Don't pause. But uh, I learned to not pause. (laughs) You you don't need to pause with that one. And she was like, that, what is that? <laughs> yeah. That being said, uh, another really nice element of the 3D animation is that they already have the models done. 
Yeah. They don't have to recreate the wheel every season. They True. can just plug and chug and go. So it becomes so much faster. Um, now, that being said, I am I am willing to be patient and let them take their time making another season because I there's enough to watch. I can I can find something else to hold me over. <laughs> no need to burn I themselves just- out. Yes, and I just agree like that. And there's another thing too, like burnout is real. And I don't know, like people say this is cheaper, but I'm also hearing that this takes more work as well. So I'm like, it depends on which side of things. It takes a little more like pre-production, but when it comes to actual production and uh, final edits and whatnot, it's a little easier and a little faster. Mm. Whereas um, traditional animation, drawing everything out and everything. It's a long process on every step. So, yeah. Now, one of my biggest hangups with this example of uh, 3D CG, right? I think it was incredibly well done. Once I kind of got beyond seeing the CG, um, I was really suckered in by the story. uh, And the animation worked exactly well for that uh, art style. Absolutely wonderful. But one of my biggest issues with this execution of 3D CG is, you know, especially for us coming from a Western market, having seen plenty of uh, smooth and well animated 3D movies. Thanks, Pixar. To yeah, right. <laughs> to to have that kind of uh, like knowledge base on what is possible, to then have a show like this where they follow some very traditional Japanese um, like frame rates on mm. the animation that we know are not a limitation of the medium. It was a conscious decision to fit what is presumed to be the expectation. That was kind of jarring for me. Like the very yeah. choppy movement, just because it was fitting with I guess, you know, honestly, it's another audience's expectation of what that should oh, yeah. look like. So but, you brought up a good point, which I wanted to talk about. So thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me. This was done um, before I watched something, especially if it's for a podcast. I'll do a little bit of research. And one of the things that made me kind of more excited for this was that it's done by Studio Orange. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Studio Orange, but one of like <laughs> definitely my top 20 anime is... Um, Land of the Lustrous, which really? is a CGI anime that was also done by Studio Orange, which looks like fantastic. So I was going to say, like, this is really good. I thought it would be like a little bit more on the level of Land of the Lustrous since it was the same team. And Land of the Lustrous has a lot of colors and things to deal with. So I could see why that might give it an edge since this is more like dark. You know, there's not really like a lot of well, like it's, colors. and It's not just a... Uh... Lando the Lustrous has a lot more colors that they can go through and everything. They can play around with mm-hmm. lighting a lot more. Here they have to deal with a lot of texturing issues and a lot of different kinds of like um Yeah. This actual like physical we could go and touch this kind of thing. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean they did that as well in Lando the Lustrous because like you the different rocks had different textures because I know Bortz and Crystal mm-hmm. and Diamonds were like yeah. all different hardness but, and yeah, they are, but you can mimic and mostly get that kind of um, illusion from the lighting and the coloring. Mm. Texturing is a little different. It's not just the lighting, the coloring, and how that goes. It's how it falls, uh, especially with animation. It, if you lay it over with the wrong layers and whatnot, it can all look jank and wrong. It's a little more technical uh, dealing with stuff like that for like a living animal as opposed to a rock. Yeah, I mean, kind of why, but yeah, I mean, they both look good, of course. I was, yeah, I was just saying I noticed that differently because the frame rate issue, I didn't really see that at all with Land of the Lustrous. It seemed like it was very smooth and flowed the whole time. I wouldn't even call it an issue. Um, it was a very conscious decision, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the difference between one to the other, certainly, yeah. So that's what I was saying. I it's been a while since I've seen the show, so I'm trying to think of any kind of like truly fast-paced moments all of, uh, that would have um, looked kind of jank in homegirl getting her gold arms and like going through that like when she got fused mm-hmm. with the goat and boards fight scenes 
But anyway, well, I don't spoil that. Like I said, it's been, it's been a hot minute since I've watched it. But yeah, like I for B stars seeing Lego, she running around boss man lion. I see. Yeah. There are so many quick movements and turns and everything that they try to get mm. actually get detailed onto that. I'm trying to imagine with uh, some of their other productions, but I don't I'd have to go back and watch them because I don't think they tried anything as ambitious as that. Uh, or at least if they did, they uh, cut corners on something else a little to make it a little easier to disguise it. Mm. Whereas in this one, it, they tried to push it a little bit more. But I, did, I, uh, I could be I could be wrong. I did enjoy that. Like, I felt the weight of things where I know with like 3D CG anime, that's animation that's kind of hard to do sometimes but i definitely felt like when someone got punched and like the sound effects and like how it looked i was like oh i felt that that looked like it hurt uh but no definitely i i agree um the the animation techniques um that really transcend medium uh the things that make a picture uh communicate emotions feelings actions to the viewer uh, all transcend whatever it is that the medium is today uh True. whether it's 3d cg or whether it's traditional 2d animation uh those kind of things the concepts transcend so when you have true professionals uh who hone their craft and study it and present it uh, in this case in a 3d way definitely it feels uh like it works compared to some other examples um and you know some other examples in my mind where i think 3d animation is kind of going in in a hybrid mode which i don't particularly mind as a cost-cutting measure is show like 2d shows that use it for uh kind of exterior shots just to get an extra scene in there uh, without having to spend money i think demon slayer does that reasonably well um but even then it sticks out as okay this was budget 3d just to get a picture on the screen then get back into the actual yeah. budgeted animation i mean like when you see how much like time as well like time and stuff i'm not mad at it people will get mad that it's like especially with demon slayer they're like oh so netsu's left earlobe was kind of lagging i'm like i'm sorry we just saw tanjiro <laughs> unleash all five elements at the same time and nezuko <laughs> turned into a giant Potato, I'm not gonna spoil it. And Tanjiro's <laughs> motherfucking avatar. Stuff. Yeah, he'd be out here. He was a bending elements, bro. What you mean? He went avatar state on that hoe. Fucking Fire Lord Aizen. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> Man, he pulled that ghetto tensei, catching up on bleach. Infinite Tsukuyomi, uh, yeah. Strange, wow. don't act like you watch Naruto. I wow. know of it. That's the last that's, arc, bro. That's not even the that's correct the last thing. Arc. <laughs> It's the Mugen train art, kid. Get, get that's, a, that's a Jojutsu strange. And this was... Unlocking the hockey breathing super technique. Now you just messed um, up one piece. Anyway, anyway. But Beastars, man. Beastars. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have this really intense world that's framed in kind of a relatable Japanese high school setting. Um, let's talk a little bit about the murderer and the darkness and in, in, in tone we've touched on previously. Uh, but we really do open the show with one of the herbivores being mauled to death in the school. Eh. Yeah. Kid What's going a, on with the kid busts into a lecture hall and it's just like, oh, no. No, 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 please don't kill me. Please don't eat me, Mr. Big Sharp Teeth Man. No, 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 no. And Big Sharp Teeth Man still eats him. <laughs> Man. I think that'd be and like a safe house or something. Oh, sorry continue around other people that's yes, the safe that house the safe don't house. be alone that's why herd animals travel in packs yeah you should be tra- anyway sorry <laughs> um but that's kind of how the show is opened and you know we have this mystery of of who did it that we don't get answered in the first season but it's kind of a really good setup to the to the dichotomy between the herbivores and the carnivores and the distrust um and the struggle of individuals i think mm-hmm. it really works well i'm not gonna lie the first time i saw this being you know the only time because i've only seen it once um nice. <laughs> this whole thing happened you know i looked at it and i was like man this would be a sick amv to mini man by 50 cent you know because i was like 
yo. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I was like, I mean, the, it's, it's, you know, like, I agree, though. For this to come in there and cause the discourse, like, the whole drama <laughs> club got disrupted because somebody just couldn't control their urges, which is explained why, you know, and all that. And then it becomes, like, the whole, like, rumors and everything. And then we get back into, like, the comparison of, like, Zootopia when I know that scene that sticks out to me is when the tiger was just sitting on the train. He was nice. He waved at the little bunny rabbit and her daughter just waved sat there by the newspaper. And then the bunny like grabbed her daughter and kind of like moved it over. And it's just that stuff, you know, like it, her, sorry. She was a her. Anyway. Um, so it's that type of stuff. We see like the situational, you know, racism, sexism, and prejudice that B star is like, so done so well. And is like a very good social commentary it is set up and kind of brought more to the forefront by the murder of this llama alpaca slash sheep person. <laughs> it was an alpaca, yeah. I believe. Thank you. Or it might um, have been a llama. You might be right either way. Uh, but definitely, you know. Well, they do with um, the fur. Because, like, when they animal- buried his ass, guy. That's what they did. <laughs> uh, I know, they buried <laughs> him and his body and his fur and everything's attached. Unless maybe season two, we gonna find out the killer in the school has this motherfucker's skin on the wall as a trophy. <laughs> that would be a big twist. I found Lem. He's on, you know, <laughs> B3's d- dorm, you know. <laughs> Where he should be. There he how is. It, how My the killer's God. roommates didn't find this, I don't know, but... <laughs> He explained they it. Maybe they're so in well. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best place to hide something is in plain sight. We all know this. But no, no I'm thinking uh, your Miniman um, AMV idea. Definitely that comes with a uh, with a Ruiz yeah. uh, vibe. Or Lewis, as the English dub calls him. Um, with the deer, when the when the carnivores are like, fuck this bee star. We're going to kick his ass to show him what's what. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that would be a great play yeah. on that. That would be. <laughs> like, I think it's, you know, it'd be fun. Like, Lewis is a character. So, like, do we want to talk more about, like, the whole, you know, themes of race and prejudice and stuff? Or do we want to get into, like, the characters? Um, We've kind of discussed that to a point. Okay. Do you so, think that is, is there any is kind there of more, else? more, uh, more specifics that come to mind that uh, are important to touch on? Well, I really want to talk about like how B Star does a great job of like what me and Kells were talking about on our podcast yesterday. You can go check that on YTSP about like the brilliance of Slice of Life and that this is considered a Slice of Life anime. And one of those things that Slice of Life anime is done for done so well for because all you go so you don't forget and then toss it back to me. There you go. Uh, actually, B Star is a shonen. <laughs> Like the manga really? and everything was was uh, released in uh, Shonen Champions Weekly magazine. So See, yeah, it's, it, it, it's also it's like it's a it has those slice of life elements, but it's also a shonen. Just tip it. Go ahead. Sorry. It was. I'm just saying it was classified. I looked up the slice of life stuff. It was also classified as that and did have action well, shonen elements. It can be multiple I things. Mean, yeah. yeah, we. Kai, we've had this conversation about um fucking Bunny Girl Senpai. Bunny Girl Senpai is all day long. A slice of life, but apparently it's also classified as every other label, but that, uh, but definitely <laughs> no to, to the point about the conversation previously, definitely, um, the slice of life elements, the kind of relationship focus and, uh, hu- human struggle as a key facet to the storytelling. What I was, um, yeah, what yeah. I was, um, saying to lead into the characters was that I feel like this is most in compilate, sorry, Okay, I feel like this was most um, encompassed in, for me personally, Haru's character. When she wanted to be seen not as a victim, not as something we could be protected, she just wanted to be seen as a person. And the only time that could be seen for her is when she was out here doing Having things specs. that bunnies are known for. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> bunnies yeah. are known um, for. Yes, with I don't want to say everybody, but you know the street. No, she was every her every <laughs> yeah. herbivore that came her way. Because yes. that's that was her opportunity to really uh, take agency over her life and and be seen as a peer and an equal, um, definitely. And I feel like that was crazy because like I'm not saying 
that I know people. I I I'm I'm saying this. I've known people who've done that to say I just want to feel something, anything. And if this is the only time I'm important to someone, that's okay. And as someone who has received those, like heard those words, that's a very tragic, you know, thing to hear, especially someone that you care about, you know, and especially someone who is in that same demographic. You know, this was a person who I was very good friends with and that's how she viewed herself in the world. And I felt like they did a great job in cap like capturing that with Haru's character. Um to that's what, you know, she wanted. And then her relationship with Laoshi and to now she's seeking that within a predator. And he has to figure out, you know, do I fight who I am? Like who am I? I just want to be seen as Laoshi, not Laoshi the carnival, not Laoshi the wolf. You know, but this is how I'm going to be seen. This is how I'm going to be feared. All this when I just want to be like who I am, which I thought those are very good encapsulations of the human spirit. And the characters did a great job of personifying that in different things like Lewis hating who he is, how he was born in, you know, the way he was born weak as a herbivore. But then finding ways to capture his own. Granted, he didn't go about that the right way necessarily, <laughs> but the way he took power and, you know, did things to feel powerful. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, um, I, I agree. And, you know, Lagoshi's uh, struggle as a, as a, as a predator, while his entire challenge is to put off and exclude the predatory nature of his existence, um, you know, in, in being docile and that's his whole struggle is the outward societal perception of a predator. Um, you know, we, we see that when, uh, he takes, I believe his name is Tim. When he takes the dead kids, uh, love letter to the girl he liked. And he was like, I'm a hideout and waiting outside her dorm. And you know, that they're, they're kind of playing on the, uh, Lagoshi's the killer and he's gonna get his next victim and mm -hmm. then they kind of pivot on it it's like Lagoshi's like not chief I'm just trying to like <laughs> do a friend a favor sorry <laughs> I spooked you I'll go on my way and she's like ah shit I made a wrong judgment call um, I thought that really played well into the perception of somebody versus the reality of the individual, um, which I think that this show does incredibly well. It, it has conversations about these broader topics in society through the context of individuals, which is really how we experience a lot of life, which is why it's a slice of life. There you go. Boom. Wow. Full circle. Bring it full circle. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, um, is there a character that you guys feel like stands out more, like a character that you were like relate more to, or a character that you have like who's your favorite character? Like, just who's the character you want to talk about? Like, if I was gonna watch this show, what's one person? Sorry, if I didn't watch the show and you're trying to get me to watch this show, and <laughs> <laughs> we are still trying to convince you to watch B Stars, what's the summary point? <laughs> I mean, we've already spoiled everything already for yeah, you. I haven't said a damn um, thing about season two. Thank God. <laughs> if you um, were trying, if you were trying to convince someone to watch this show, like what's one character yeah. you'd be like, you will enjoy the heck out of this character. Like watch B stars for this character. I mean, it'd be Louie, right? Well, did it honestly to me, they would have to be one of the three main characters, Haru, Lagoshi, yeah, or Louie, because mm -hmm. it all revolves around them. <laughs> It all revolves around them and their relationships yeah. and individual struggles. Like that's what really makes the show interesting. You can't just say one because that's not how the show works. If we cut yeah, one no. out, then there's just a no, rabbit slice of life. You said, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. yeah I should have got to come yeah. up with uh, with a hand signal for that. You know. So we're cutting out two um, characters. I'm just. Joking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. This is actually a love triangle that works. Yes. yes. Which is um, until it the does most it. surprising thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Well, I mean, when you got someone who's down for everybody, it's easier to work because, you know, I have <laughs> but, to really convince her. Like, just because she's down for but, the act doesn't mean she's down for the person. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because she's fallen in love. With our B star, yeah, Mr. Deer here, who is like, yo, I've had a really great time 
but everything in my life is already set up. I've got a fiance lined up. I'm going to go be great. We had this conversation at the jump. You know, we couldn't work out forever. I'm going to go, you know, make sacrifices. Up until the point where he has to make a sacrifice and then goes crazy because of it. And then she's like, well, the streets know me. Uh, Define that statement a little more. Yeah, I, I you're need gonna to have to give me a more this. on that. I'm saying uh, she's got other. I mean, granted, she doesn't seek love, but she goes back to what she knows, as in her body being sex. Sure. I mean, um, she goes back to, to which. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Okay. So I guess I guess the conversation at that point is the the interaction with Lagoshi. Yeah. Um, uh, as their thing, as their as their relationship progresses, and they become more friendly. And there's a weird, strange dichotomy, especially because he tried to eat her and she doesn't tell him she knows he's the motherfucker who tried to eat her <laughs> and is also like closed off and trying to be docile. I want to put my hand in your mouth. That, yeah. And that then was... and then it's like, OK, <laughs> we get to the big, important hero moment, which we'll come back to. And the 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 point about her going back to what she knows and the, the port part that makes her feel equal with other individuals mm -hmm. uh, is is physical intimacy. Um, but to the to the point in which they get uh, Lagoshi and uh, her get to that point, like it doesn't work because of the innate response of of a, a, a carnivore and a herbivore. And it's like, oh, God, what? Where is this going to go? How are they going to get over this? A very physical yeah. and subconscious response. Yeah. Can this even work? No. <laughs> Who knows? Guess we'll find out, maybe. I mean, I've already, like, I'm not going to lie. After I, when I get some free time, which Lord knows when that'll be, probably not until next quarter, um... I'm probably going to sit down and watch season two and then probably start the manga because I hear the manga is almost done and I hear really good things about it. So except for like when it gets towards the end, because there's something about manga in Japan where they just have trouble with endings. So that yes. might be starting to happen to This is but, a true statement that he said. Yeah. Um, but no, Beastars was a, a lot of good things happen. A lot of things I didn't expect. Um, like you said, the three character dichotomy is what really drives the show with like the relationships overall than one character's focus. Um, but we all know that the tiger is the best character. Um, <laughs> the tiger. Yes. Don't ask me his name. Specifically. Because the, the tiger. Why, why? All right. Why is the tiger the best character? Because, you know, like. No, I don't. Please tell me. <laughs> How come whenever you say weird shit, you don't have to explain it, but I got to explain it? Huh? Because we literally just explained all of our, our arguments. I just yeah, want to know, like, okay, what spurs you to believe the tiger? Nothing it, at all. That in the hey, which is fair. It was I don't like even know to... his name, bruh. I just wanted I just to be different. Him Tony. <laughs> he Tony just Cornflakes he... McGee. He wanted Disrespectful. to pull a, uh, His name is Bill, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, it ain't no Bill. way. Ain't Bill no way. The tiger. It's, it's it, Bill it really in the Bill. Japanese. Yeah, yeah it really it. is Bill. I just don't care. But yeah. no, the way you said it was the tiger sounded like you were trying to sneak it in there. Just like, and by the way, I'm right. It is Stat static wanted to <laughs> so Bill the next is, thing. So. Okay, Bill's got the fit. He is a Bengal tiger, which is endangered. Crazy. Um, he is Leoshi's friend. And After fucking him up on stage, yeah, that's yes. <laughs> and we're friends now. <laughs> and he didn't eat that girl. Wait, no, yeah, he did. Wait, no, he did. What? Now I'm thinking of the. Did he? I don't. I don't know what you talk about. Um. <laughs> anyway, so no, the finger thing when it was like, hey, look at the fingers. Oh, the old man's finger. Uh, yeah. yeah. But let's be honest. Yeah. The only reason no one else on Which that group one ate want? one of his fingers is because Legoshi like had a panic attack and ran away. That was so wild. Like this man was out here selling his fingers. Like he living on the streets and he want to get under a roof. Yeah, <laughs> he got something people willing to buy. Poor bastard. Yeah, crazy, crazy. <sighs> man, the twists and turns of this though, um, definitely worth the watch. Uh, we didn't get into a lot of the very specifics, 
Uh, we have probably teased and spoiled a little bit, but um, definitely still uh, the, the characters' backstories and, and whatnot. Um, absolutely wild. Surprisingly a fun <clears throat> time. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did, but much like last week, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm like, well, I the, actually had a good time. What, this, what's wrong with me? The secret is... <laughs> Us hoes have good taste. <laughs> Some of the time. Some of the time. I mean. Sometimes you get Centaur World, but. Yeah, I was about to say, blah, blah, blah. Let's World. bring up Centaur World one more time. Hey, Strange, you watch Fruits too. Basket yet? One more time. It ain't ever going to leave. You watch Code right, Geass I feel like yet? The, I watch what? Well, that's next week. Code Geass? Yeah. Yes, we'll I'm literally it. watching it, sir. I feel like the deal is Strange is going to watch Fruits Basket, so we'll talk about it. And then Sadik is going to watch Centaur World Season 2 so we can talk about it. That is and not fair. We'll all be he gets to watch a good show. I have to call my yes. dependable yes. animal to make sure I'm okay because I'm watching this tragedy of the human condition. Like... <laughs> We'll we'll follow that up with uh, with Monster Masume again, <laughs> again, just to round out the Centaur. Experience. Don't do that to me. You know I want to see um, two. <laughs> uh, but certainly, the um, manga can only take overall me so far. we we we've talked about B stars. Uh, it's a great show, great time, a great example of three uh, D CG animation. Um, I'm glad this is season two, and hopefully this story will continue for a season three on Netflix. Uh, gentlemen, vibes other than great. Um, yeah, it was good. I don't want to say great. Um, it was good. Other than uh, uh, I experienced it and didn't hate my life. Yeah. B stars, <laughs> okay. B stars because is really of good. it. I gotta work on my scale of things because I feel like great is right next to like great is like a nine for me. You know, and I feel like B stars is like a solid eight, eight point five. This is not S tier anime, but it is. <laughs> A fun and engaging time for me oh, yeah. personally. For me, hour, I, this is yeah, some, yeah. if someone told me this was their S tier, I can completely see it. You know, yeah. I think this was a good use to the human condition. I think it was a very interesting yes. way of going for it. And yes. I feel like if you just call it this furries, you would like be way, way under like taking away from this a lot. Yes, there are furries, but this is not what this is about. <laughs> That's only some of what this is about, which is the yes. best part. Yes. And go, go, if you go talk to a few B stars fans, you're guaranteed to find a furry somewhere. Oh, almost F. Most F. <laughs> then again, but I could say the same thing about Zootopia. So Zootopia was weirder than B stars. What I saw, I <laughs> you know what? We're not going to talk about it. Demographic exists. Yeah. I didn't know the rabbit and the fox got together, right? And are we talking in the movie or in I someone's fan fiction? I don't fiction? think they explicitly said like they well, were they're like, like together, together though. Together. No, no, not I, in the movie. The movie never gives you anything like that. Are you sure? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, that is somebody's then, fan fiction. <laughs> okay, y'all know there's a series I, on Disney Plus for it being made. Being made like yeah. it, they haven't maybe put it's it out. Maybe yet. it's already out. I don't know. Maybe it's already out. I don't know. Okay. I just saw something about it. But anyway, okay. So it's good <laughs> to know that I was misinformed by a youtuber i will not discredit but um yeah so hey, maybe he got the inside info and that series is going to change things <laughs> maybe raise those deformed little babies but yeah no watch beast stars man um don't take any recommendations this strange gives you about anthropomorphic animals because it's probably centaur world all i'm saying is those those centaurs were i you know what i guess they are because no not one of them is human bodied are you Except sure? The bird. There was a dude, like uh, the what character that I hated. Just because he, he had like a dude a, face doesn't mean he was completely a dude. No, he had a dude upper half. Yeah, what's his name? Strange. That's a, that's what a centaur is. <laughs> Horsemorphized animal. Same with like Brad or something. He was a prick. Oh, the bird guy. Doug. Doug. Yeah, maybe. No, Brad. that's comfortable, Brad. Doug. That's, I know, yeah. y'all are giving me flashbacks Anyways, now. That's, uh, that's <laughs> the wrong show for this. Um, yeah. Definitely B-Star is a great time. Stay in Check it out on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Um, of course, you can catch all of our uh, episodes on other stuff as well. On all your content, uh, all your your podcatchers at uh, Content Breaker. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, uh, Content Breaker, Apple or Music. Twitter, YouTube, Apple Music, uh, oh, all of them shit. other shits. Yeah. Uh, content breaker as well gentlemen y'all have stuff too yes strange 
Tell them they can find me at Static Dreads on Twitter, where I will be. Tell them that, Strange. You can find what him at strat- Static Dreads on Twitter. You Thank go. you. Well, and where can they find you? In our hearts, fi- Logan. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead, Strange. Find me on Twitter at StrangelyInt. You can also find me on YouTube. Just uh, look for Strangely Entertaining. And I'm also on Twitch for uh, Strangely Entertaining. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesdays or Thursdays, depending on my Eastern. schedule. I said, did I say Eastern? Central. Yes, yeah, Central. Oh my God. Central. 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 Oh. Yeah, there you go. Well, Lord. I don't know where that came from, but it's definitely Central the, and not Eastern. One time zone over. God. Um, <laughs> you won't miss seven, much. Seven Central. Well, that's not a. Don't sell yourself. Yes. Don't, don't, don't sell a really good yet. game of Hearthstone. There were like 10 people up in there. We might Man. play you again. Oh, wow. So I play you. I make you cry. I saw that you were playing Zog. We got to get on it, bro. I got some decks out here. But anyway, um, Zog, what are we doing with our lives next week? Uh, more crying. Also, more crying. <laughs> oh, the podcast is going to be about Code Geass. Uh, oh, yes. More crying. This is two separate problems, right? Yeah, Which separate I problems. haven't seen before. So things. this is going to be interesting. My first I think time you'll on- enjoy it. It's the start of Mecha March for Ooh. your typical Shono protagonist, and my lazy ass put this on this show so I could not have to do an episode. <laughs> look at that coordination go. There we go. Gentlemen, looking forward to Code Geass next week. You're on Content Breaker. I also look forward to seeing Table Coon again. Of course, that would be the fucking only thing you're looking forward to. Not her blowing up the nuke to try uh, to do- destroy the school. Like, like oh my god. Uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it next week here on Content Breaker. We'll see y'all later. Fuck you, Strange. You're in for a treat, guys. <laughs> You're like nuke. But anyways, yeah, so. yeah, that's the other part of that. Anyway, anyway, uh, stop recording. God damn.